My name is Kelly Heil and I'm here to show you that it's totally possible to do what you love while raising the ones you love. It took me far too long to figure out how to balance my new role of mom while overcoming mom guilt and still living my best creative life. Motherhood does not mean we have to throw who we used to be aside and stop making art or writing books. That's why I created this podcast. I want to inspire you to live intentionally. Whether you're a mom who gets up at 5 a.m. or a night owl who has another cup of coffee at midnight, we can do this. And I'm spotlighting women who are doing this. Grab a coffee, grab a notebook, get ready to change your life. This is the Moms Who Create podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Moms Who Create podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about your morning routine. Barbara Kingsolver, a novelist, essayist, poet, and mom, once said this, I tend to wake up very early, too early. Four o'clock is my standard. My morning begins with trying not to get up before the sun rises. But when I do, It's because my head is too full of words, and I just need to get to my desk and start dumping them into a file. I always wake with sentences pouring into my head, so getting to my desk every day feels like a long emergency. It's a funny thing. People often ask how I discipline myself to write. I can't begin to understand the question. For me, the discipline is turning off the computer and leaving my desk to do something else. I write a lot of material that I know I'll throw away. It's just part of the process. I have to write hundreds of pages before I get to page one. For the whole of my career as a novelist, I have also been a mother. I was offered my first book contract for The Bean Trees the day I came home from the hospital with my first child. So I became a novelist and a mother on the same day. Those two important lives have always been one for me. I've always had to do both at the same time. My children have taught me everything about life and about the kind of person I want to be in the world. They anchor me to the future in a concrete way. Being a mother has made me a better writer. It's also true to say that being a writer has made me a better mother. Okay, before we just jump into preparing your coffee and setting alarms, setting an intentional morning routine really comes down to you waking up early for a reason, a purpose, you could say. Don't just wake up to say that you wake up at 5 a.m. because it's what a book or a podcast told you to do. Have that passion burning in you to not hit snooze at 5 a.m. Or, okay, just hit snooze once or twice or three times, but like not just stay asleep forever. And know that your words or your art are waiting for you. So what's your reason? Pause. Think about it. You're listening to this episode for a reason. So what is your reason for listening to this episode? Is it because you want to make a change? You do have some sort of passion or desire or something in your brain that wants you to start a morning routine, start changing the way that you really start your day. It can be a burning passion to just drink coffee in the quiet, listening to birds sing outside while you while you just let your mind like rest or let your mind summon your next creative endeavor. It can be something like a burning passion to become a New York Times bestselling author. But have that reason. Have that reason for wanting to change what you're doing. Because if you just do it just to do it, it's not going to work. 
and I want it to work for you. I want you to end this episode and be like, oh man, get my journal. I'm going to write down some intentions for the morning because I am ready to make a change and I'm ready to have the morning of my dreams. So not everyone is a morning person. Of course, my husband, his peak time for coding, he's a computer programmer. So his peak time really is like 2 a.m. I mean, he gets so into it. It might be because the kids are asleep and and it's quiet. He can really, you know, focus on those semicolons. But that's his time. He's never been a morning person. And he really thrives at nighttime. So he leans into that. But if you are one of those parents that has small children and needs the early morning to get things done instead of nighttime when your kids are running into your room every hour, this is for you. This will help you. Um, The Enneagram 4 in me would love to make these groundbreaking, completely unique, mind-blowing. But honestly, it's in the simplicity that we can really thrive. It's small changes, routines, and routines start to form your habits. So instead of these routines that you just try to force, it becomes a habit, and then it becomes a lifestyle. And Boy, is it hard to make a routine stick, right? You can make your breakfast the night before once, wake up super pumped and proud of yourself, and then never do it again. So when you wake up the next day with no prepared breakfast, all rumbly in your tumbly, and consequently in a bad mood, why even wake up early in the first place? When I wake up annoyed or mad, it really sets the tone for the morning. Intentional is, and always is, the name of the game. So here we go. Here are five things that I've come up with that I think can help you jumpstart your morning. And please note that I will never, ever give you advice on something that I also have not went through or don't have any experience in because we're all in this together. Literally, the reason I started this podcast is to help creative moms, well, spotlight creative moms, but also help ones listening that need a little bit of push and a little bit of, hey, your kid's gonna get a little bit older. They're not gonna puke on your face every night. (laughs) It's gonna be okay. Let's get through this together because I went through that. So even something as simple as five tidbits of advice on how to have a great morning, it's also things that I've tried and I've found success in So I didn't just Google this stuff and say, okay, do this, do that. No, again, we're in this together. This worked for me, might not work for you, but honestly, I'd rather give you advice on something that may not 100% work for you instead of giving you no advice at all. So we're going to start off very simple by talking about alarm clocks. I don't want my husband or my daughter who always ends up sleeping right beside me, just snoozing away. I don't want to wake them up. So I use the alarm setting where it's just completely silent, but it wakes me up instead on my Apple Watch. It taps you on the wrist, so it's just, I don't know how it wakes me up. I don't know how it wakes me up because it's literally tapping on the wrist. It doesn't sound like it would wake you up, but I can have four hours of sleep at night and it wakes me up right away. Apple knows what they're doing. So you're probably like, wait, an alarm clock. Of course, I'm going to set my alarm clock. That's the first thing you should do when you wake up early. 
yeah, of course. But I'm giving you motherly advice. If you have a child beside you or your husband, or you just don't want to wake anybody else up, or you don't want to wake up to this like mad loud sound, set it so that it just taps you on the wrist. You won't wake up anybody else in your house and you can get your morning started. So this next one is my favorite part, which is coffee. Set your coffee timer the night before. If you have an espresso machine, espresso, or use like a single cup Keurig, do that first thing right when you wake up. Even if you don't drink your coffee right away, the smell of it, at least for me, just really gets me going, gets my gets my heart rate up, and I get excited for the day. Have your coffee cup out waiting to meet you in the morning. And if you have tea or matcha, same thing. Just have it out ready to go with your coffee cup there. Even saving 30 seconds by not having to get in the cabinet for a coffee cup saves a little bit of headspace. And saving any sort of headspace is 100% something to do in my book. So you're up and you have your coffee. You should probably eat something. Even if you're not a breakfast person, it's good for you. You should at least eat something to get you fueled up for the day, right? So make your breakfast at night. Then you have no excuse not to grab it out of the fridge the next morning. I like to keep things super simple and I really don't like to cook. My go-to is overnight oats. Overnight oats and then make hard-boiled eggs. Um, make a batch and there's your breakfast for a few days. There are quite a few recipes for overnight oats, but again, I'm super simple. So here's what I do. If you're curious, I just get oats. Honestly, you can get seal cut, uh, instant, whatever. Just get oats. I use a banana, chia seeds, like vanilla or vanilla extract, whatever you want to get and milk. Really? That's it. I don't even measure just kind of mix it in. You want it to be pretty, pretty runny because the chia seeds just absorb the milk and the oats overnight. So um, it's a lot thicker in the morning, but it's so good. So easy. So simple. You can also make eggs, boil the eggs in advance, have them in a container in your fridge, and then just have an egg or two with your oatmeal the next morning as well. All right. Are you ready for the next one? Channel your inner kindergartner and pick out your outfit the night before. Some people say that they're most productive if they do a full face of makeup and wear jeans at 5 a.m. This, this is not, this is not me. I I don't go that far. I, I really don't. I'll sit out a pair of black leggings, a black tank top, and I'm good to go. You really just kind of need to get out of your pajamas, change out of your pajamas, do a little mind shift, and even just put on fresh pajamas. Put on jeans if you feel like it. Put on a a wedding dress. I don't know. Whatever gets you out of that bedtime, bed mindset, and into, okay, new outfit. I'm going to do something different besides sleeping. Um, so, okay. I don't put on makeup at 5 a.m. 95% of the time, but... I will absolutely put on red lipstick. Seriously, I could not brush my hair, but I will put on red lipstick. That's my little golden ticket to feeling productive early in the morning. It can be smeared across my face after I eat breakfast, but to me, that just makes me feel better. It makes me feel more confident. It makes me feel like Kelly 
and not it's 5 a.m. I'm really tired, Kelly. Do what works for you and do not feel silly putting on red lipstick while wearing your Michael Scott, the office pajamas. If that makes you feel productive and confident, you go girl. All right, here's the last one, you guys. And I told you these are simple, but it's really in the simplicity where it all lands and where it all lays. And this is the most important one. Have goals set, not rigorous, but a rhythm or knowing what your intention is for the morning. And don't cram all of your hobbies, wants, needs, business stuff, breaking glass ceilings and conquering the world into one morning. You'll get a tiny bit of each done and it won't be to your fullest potential. Um, and it won't be fully doneness. It'll just be a tiny bit of everything done that really didn't add up to anything. Um, so here's some morning examples. So one day you could be working on your book. So writing a book I'm working on and completely zoning into writing, nothing else. I got my other steps out of the way. I'm going to get in front of my MacBook or my typewriter or a pen and pencil and nothing can get in my way of just zoning into writing. So that's something you could do one morning, right? Um, another one we'll talk about art. So say you're illustrating something, um, working on book illustrations, doing a painting or drawing or whatever your art form is, zone in on that. So after you get all your other stuff done, 100% do that. Don't do anything else on your to-do list. And while doing all of this, don't look at your laundry or your dishes or clothes on the floor, toys on the floor. Really, literally 100% just focus on what you're doing and you're going to get in that zone and it is going to be so good. Another thing you could, if you do things online. So if you have a business or a book or your art, You could use one morning to plan social media for the next day, plan social media for the next week, go on Canva, do all of your posts. I love Canva. I know I have my art degree and I've illustrated my book and another one, Um, but I love Canva. I really do. It makes things easier. Also, if you use Canva Pro, you can even schedule your social media posts ahead. So there's that. So you could spend a morning doing that. Say, okay, I'm just going to work on social media right now. I know we don't want to spend a morning working on social media, right? Right? Like I, the, the word content, the word content, it's just something you kind of have to do, um, but never sacrifice your art or your heart or your writing to make content. Just, I'll just leave it at that. One more morning idea. Hear me out. Eating donuts and reading a book. This is also productive. We need that rest time, but we still want that like special time for us in the morning before our kids wake up or anybody else wakes up. Eat donuts, read a book, pick a morning. Okay, listen, listen very closely. Pick a morning, check your weather app where it's going to be raining. And depending on what time of the year it is, you can even crack your window and sit on your couch or wherever your window is, read a book eat a donut, whatever makes you feel cozy in your heart. Have a warning of that too. You know, give yourself some some self-love with that. So there are five ideas to get you going in the morning, get you jump-started, just to kind of set the ground for you having an excellent day. But wait, there's more. I asked some of you on social media, on Instagram, what's your favorite part about your morning routine? 
what gets you going? I said, I'm going to have a podcast episode out. I want to get a couple of answers just to add that maybe I didn't think of or that could pertain to someone that's listening. So I'm going to tell you those. But first, I want to give you this Ernest Hemingway quote. He said, when I am working on a book or story, I write every morning as soon after first light as possible. There is no one to disturb you and it is cool or cold and you come to your work and warm as you write. So you guys, this isn't a new concept of waking up early to start your creative endeavors or um, really focus on yourself. This is the time where you can 100% focus on yourself. Fill that cup. Your family is cozy and warm and sleeping peacefully. So there should be zero mom guilt at 5 a.m. Okay, so like I said, I put up a story on Instagram asking you guys what your favorite part of your morning routine was. Here are some replies. Reading for 15 minutes before I get out of bed. (laughs) Y'all, this is so good. Why don't I do this? Uh, This is something that you can totally do even if your bed is full of sleeping children. Oh, you guys, I need to tell you about my headlamp or headlight, whatever it's called. Uh, It's essentially like a headband with a light on the front. Um, It's probably meant for camping or doing car mechanical things. However, like on a whim, I bought it for reading. When I want to read like a book in in lieu of a Kindle, when my my light's off, I was like, I need a light. It was a dollar, a dollar at Walmart. And it has not failed me yet. This probably just takes a watch battery, but it's not even dimming. And I've had it a while. Uh, You don't need a fancy light for reading. This would absolutely work for an early morning when it's still dark out and you want to read in bed without disturbing anyone else and go get you, go, go, go get yourself a headlight, headlamp. What's it called? Okay. Another one. Check on my plants, even though they all hate me right now. Man, I feel you. I admittedly, I made the dive into all artificial plants inside and I am not going back. But yes, water your plants, check on them. I have a pumpkin actually growing outside completely on accident, but it's the most perfect plant I've ever kept alive. Last year, I tried to do a pumpkin patch. I did so many like big, regular pumpkin pie pumpkins, and then I planted a couple of these really small white, I believe they're called ghost pumpkins, and none of my pumpkins turned out except three tiny, tiny ghost pumpkins. So um, this year, this summer, my mom was, came over and she was like, Kelly, you're growing a pumpkin in your front landscaping. And I was like, what? And I went out there and I have a big um, pumpkin, like a pumpkin plant going into my sidewalk. So I put like a pumpkin, um, a pumpkin metal sign in the ground. I want to get big pumpkin crossing sign. So you cannot go on my sidewalk. If you walk, you have to walk into my yard because I'm so stoked about this pumpkin. Right now it's probably like uh, six inches across. It's it's still green. Kind of looks like a watermelon. I'm just so proud of it. So in the mornings I'll go out and I'll look at my pumpkin. It's the only thing I have that's alive. That's not fake, um, but it's beautiful. And it does bring me joy when I go out and see that too. So I love starting my day by going out on my porch and just taking a few deep breaths of air. Ages ago, I read a vintage housewife book and it said to open your window 
and take morning breaths to jumpstart your day and get nature's caffeine. And for some reason that like stuck with me and I've done it ever since, not every morning, but a lot of mornings. Um, I'll even do it like when it's five degrees outside and it's especially jolting then, you know, who needs coffee whenever you have icicles in your throat. Okay. I have two more that I liked drinking my tea quietly. Yes. Like I said, doing your creative endeavors in the quiet or with loud music in your AirPods. This is you time. You do you. Another is coffee and Bible time. The stillness of the morning is when you can really just like breathe in the Bible and focus on taking it in. Devotionals, prayer. Yes. Add that into your morning routine as well. If that's something you do, I highly, highly suggest it. I read another one too from Ariana Huffington, you know, founder of Huffington Post, Thrive Goal. Uh, She said, a big part of my morning ritual is about what I don't do. When I wake up, I don't start the day by looking at my smartphone. Instead, once I'm awake, I take a minute to breathe deeply, be grateful, and set my intention for the day. You guys, you don't have to take a cold shower at 4 a.m. You don't have to get up at 4 a.m. You don't have to meditate for 30 minutes in bed while burning incense. If you do, that sounds super cool. I, I don't do that, but that's something you can do. But don't think you have to do that. Do what works for you. Simple, right? But until we figure out what works for us, we're not going to start doing it. Try different things. Try the things I'm doing. Try whatever you want. Google other things if you need to Google other things. But find what works for you and start doing something. Really start. If you're seeking a few minutes to yourself in the morning to drink coffee and get your creativity flowing, I know that these small changes or whatever small changes that you implement will get you started in the right direction. Good morning, mama. Follow me on Instagram at moms who create podcast and at Kelly Heil. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate every single one of you. I'll see you next week.